Just about to start another edition of the NRL podcast with Peter Sterling and uh, myself, Dan Ganane. Don't forget, we do this thanks to sportsbet.com.au. I even downloaded the app for Sterlow at the football on um, on Monday, actually, at ANZ Stadium, but now he's using it. Now, this is a man, this is a man that is not very good with technology. This is a man that actually, instead of putting his phone on silent, because he's got an iPhone these days, he actually turns his phone completely off because he doesn't know how to turn it on silent. That's the sort of lack of technology sense Peter Sterling has, yet he now uses the Sportsbet app easily. So uh, that's how easy it is to use. You can download it for free, uh, but please gamble responsibly. Right, let's get on with the podcast. This is the Rush Hour NRL Preview. Well, going all right. I was pleasantly surprised by our scores last week. Well, neither of us did particularly well, but I told you on Monday at the football that um, I thought you'd outscored me, but I'm going through what we did last week, and you were right. Um, you didn't have a particularly good game, a uh, good week. No. Uh, no, I'm, tra- I'm changing my approach. Are you going to op- uh, George Costanza opposite style? No, no. no what, I'm, what, I'm, what I've struggled with, Dan, is I thought it would be enough just to try and pick winners. I've done that on a few occasions, and I did it last week with, with South Sydney. Yeah. But that's not good enough because it didn't cover the start. That's right. So I've, I've, I've had to alter my approach here. So I'm looking at who I think can win, but paying much more attention to what's being on offer. In in retrospect, man, what 14 start Cronulla should have gobbled, don't <laughs> Well, let's go through what we did. You went South minus four, so you lost that one. Brisbane minus 4.5, you were correct. Canberra plus 4.5. We didn't even need the 4.5. Uh, then it went wrong. Newcastle minus 7.5. Roosters yeah. minus 14. Parramatta minus 1.5. So at that stage, you were 2 and 4. Uh, then you got Melbourne against the Warriors. Uh, Melbourne minus 7.5. So you cleared that comfortably in the end. And then it all went wrong with Penrith, uh, who were uh, flogged. So 3 and 5. 17 and 22 overall. And, and remember, we basically went the opposite on everything. I had Canterbury plus 4.0, but then I got Gold Coast wrong. They didn't cover. Manly uh, didn't get close. Newcastle, we agreed on. I got that wrong. So I was 1 and 3, but then Cronulla plus 14. Tigers plus 1.5. Warriors, uh, I got that wrong. And North Queensland plus 5.5. So I got 4, you got 3. That leaves me 18 and 21. You seventeen and twenty-two. I, there's nothing to be proud of here, Sturlo. We've got to start no, turning other, this around. The other thing, Dan, I'm, I'm, I need to take into account is we have to start listening to Tim Bailey. You know, raindrops on rooftops and <laughs> yeah. the battle of the barometer and stuff like that. Because if I'd have known that bad weather was coming in Saturday night um, and going to arrive at Hunter Stadium, then you'd have certainly taken a start to Dragons as well up there because. It, it was always going to tighten things up. So this has been a um, the first five weeks. Basically, it's it's been a, a learning for me. It's well, been a, a lesson. I got to defend. Well, we do make these tips on Thursday, and uh, uh, so we we do run the risk of having late changes, cruelest. For instance, uh, the Parramatta game, and you had Parramatta, but what were the changes there? Because I remember before the game, you said you would have taken the Tigers if you had your time over. Uh, yeah, were... well, they, they ended up they ended up with two back rowers playing in That's the centres. Right. No, Takarangi and um, Reese Robinson was out of that game, despite the fact he, uh, he he was successful at the judiciary. But look, that's enough for excuses. Um, I'm, I'm putting all of that aside. I'm I'm putting my reputation on the line here. I've, I've I've taken a lot more things into account. So 
I'm ready. This is my favourite week of the week, Sterlo, Masters week. Uh, what is your plan? Are you, are you a set-the-alarm person for the Masters? Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, won't, I won't do the funniest 4.45 start. No. I'll, I'll wait through till sort of 6, 6.30 and start my day then instead of... Uh, if, I, if I set the alarm for 4.40... Mate, I'm tired by 11. <laughs> yeah. I only do now, now that we live in the IQ era, uh, unless there's an Aussie. Uh, well, see, I, I lived through many years of Greg Norman suffering, of getting up and just having my heart broken. So I only, I'm an IQ man until the, I watch Monday Live. You've got to watch, you can't watch that on delay. Um, but uh, I will certainly not be getting up early tomorrow. I'll be IQing that one. And then Saturday, I'm up anyway for Legends. And Sunday, yeah, but. Um, uh, uh, I can see, although I'm going to be making some investments here with Sportsbet, and I gather you'll be doing the same. Have you made something favourite yet for this tournament? No, not not as yet. And In fact, I am playing golf tomorrow, and I'm one of those kind of people, Dan, that, you know, I think if I watch Wimbledon and I go out and play, I'm going to be a better tennis player. <laughs> um, I'm, and I, I sort of feel that way when I watch tournaments. So I'm, I'm actually going to watch some of the Masters then go out to Castle Hill and, you know, realistically, I'm, I'm going to be three, four, five strokes better than I would have been if I'd have slept in. <laughs> well, do you know uh, the most popular day, forget members and comps, the most, uh, the biggest upsurge in um, in uh, green fees is always the Monday after a major. Yeah, well, that's, that's just going on. Well, you know, it creates so much interest. And when you, when you talk about golf tournaments, this is the one. Um, you know, it's. I think if you're if you've ever swung a club, your lifelong dream would be to get to Augusta and you know, even get out there and, and have a game if you could find that. You know, but it's it's never going to happen. But we we love the dream. Weren't you promised once? Uh, not promised. Didn't you sign a deal once with Nine in the early <laughs> days, and they'd sort of thrown that bait. They'd thrown that bait out you that you'd get to cover the tournament or, or something that was completely not believable, but you fell for it. Yeah, uh, hook, line, and sinker, Dan. Thank you for reminding me. Um, it was mentioned that there might possibly be a, a a trip over there at some stage. And they actually, as you know better than anybody, they actually have a um, sort of sort of well, they have a draw um, where they names go. And it's a little bit like if you go to St Andrews yeah. and uh, you want to play, you can put your name in and, and your name gets drawn out. Obviously, you're much greater chance of getting on St Andrews than you ever are in Augusta, but. Um, yeah, I was. I was saw it was. There was an intimation that yeah, you know, you might get over there to cover it, and who knows? Maybe your marble will come out of the bag. Or I didn't get to the tournament. Oh. And my marble never got put in. So nine, nine uh, put you in. You just didn't. You didn't get lucky. No, 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 no. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I never got the trip in the first place, and and um, and the marble never got a chance to go in anyway. So can I tell you the story uh, how I got in? Ah. Uh, yeah, that, that, I knew that this is what we're leading up to. No, I, did, I, I didn't realise. I thought Nine had just thrown you a dummy to get you to sign tell, the contract. Tell, con- uh, tell, tell me how you got there and I didn't dare. Well, me. obviously my nut marble came out, but I, I uh, um, in my illustrious one month at 2UE, got to know, you know, the legendary reporter Graham Agars? Yes. And he, this was in 2003, and um, I decided I was going to blow my life savings which I'd accrued from seven years of working at Franklin Supermarket on a on a round-the-world trip, first time overseas. And I the dates, dumb luck, had coincided with Wimbledon. And I'd said to Graham, look, I said, look, this is a million-to-one shot. 
I said, can you just give me some advice? I don't expect you to help me. You just tell me what's the best way to go about getting accreditation. He goes, you're not going to believe this. He said, you're asking me on exactly the right day because my wife has just told me and she worked with him. She, she was multilinguist or something. And she was off to have a baby. So he needed to fill that chair to uh, keep that seat because he wanted to keep the two seats for next year. So he said, I need to fill it. If you can promise me you'd come for a few days, I can put your name instead of hers and you're away. So it's beautiful. So it was the year Mark Filippoussis made the final. So I got to see, and it was Roger Federer's first Grand Slam. So I got to go and see that. That was enough. Anyway, I had to give him a, a thank you present. So on the last day, I've bought this bottle of Grange and given it to him. And I said, look, I, I'm, this has got nothing to do with my next question, but uh, please enjoy this. You've given me you know, memories of a lifetime. Now, the only thing that would be harder than this is to get into the Masters. And he said, well, you've got no chance. I said, I understand. But he said, leave it with me. Uh, if I can help, I can help. I hear nothing. That's in July t- 2003. I get an email, middle of March 2004, from M. Wallace at augustanational.org. Uh, please, Daniel, uh, send a passport size photo ASAP. I've written a, I've written an email to Graham because he's on the other side of the world. I said, what the hell? I said, what is this? He said, oh, well, you must have got in. I said, Graham, that's fantastic. But, mate, I've got work commitments here. I just, you know, the thing's on in two weeks. He said, look, I understand. He said, but just know this. If you reject them, that's it. You'll be blacklisted. You'll never, ever get to go again. So I understand your dilemma, but I'm just letting you know how they operate. So I went, I, I ended up, I got a, they gave me a few days off. So I got the trip and booked everything um, uh, at the last minute. And as you can, uh, you, as you would know, I'm sure, Augusta is a tiny town. And yeah. you can't get accommodation two weeks before. It's impossible. All the surrounding towns are all full. I have to stay 90 miles away in another state at a city called Columbia, South Carolina, at some interstate motel. That's the best I can do. So I'm driving Dan, up, up you've, and you've stayed in worse places. Do you think I cared? Do you honestly think I cared? So I'm driving up and down. I have to get, for, uh, and I get there on the chip. Sturlo, it was amazing. And then the ne- because I was on the list, I got to go the next year. And then after, but you that, didn't you didn't get to play, did you? Don't tell me you didn't get to play, please. No. What about this? They have a so as you talked about the lottery to get into the tournament. So I get there. And um, you uh, immediately you're into the draw. They said, "Okay, watch the big screen on on the Sunday night in the main room." And on them, and and I said, "What? Well, why?" They said, "They randomly pick. I think it's eighteen journalists get to play the course the next day." Now I'd book non-refundable flights. You know, I'm on no money, so I'm just booked the cheapest flights possible. So you know, I've got a Delta flight from Atlanta to LA that night, and then the next, you know, whatever. Non-refundable, but I, I, if if I'd been drawn out, Sturlo, I would have done my money cold, and I wouldn't have cared. But no, I didn't get my name drawn out. But the funniest thing was um, driving up Washington Road, and when you come in off the interstate to Augusta, th- there's nothing pretty about that part of the town. It's a dump. It's like going up Campbelltown Road. You know how you've got these big sort of fast food places. So you've got a hungry yeah. or Burger King. And McDonald's well. and motels and Sizzlers and motels. That, that's basically it. And I'm thinking, am I in the right? Because there's no GPS back in the day. It's all you're reading a manual map. And I'm thinking, I must be. I must have taken a wrong turn. 
Anyway, I knew I was getting closer because at the Motel 6, it was good luck Masters players. And uh, at the next uh, place, it was welcome Masters fans. And then I drove past the Hooters (laughs) and it had a big sign. Good luck, John Daly. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, I'm in the right place. So there you go. So that's that's the story of how I got in. Next time I drive to Campbelltown Stadium, I'm just going to taste, soak it all in, and all the fast food joints, I'm just going to imagine I'm somewhere else. But let me tell you, they know how to make a buck because I didn't have parking. My accreditation didn't get me parking, so I've had to, like all the fans, there is a, uh, because it's the deep south, there is a religious superstore called Masters Something. Everything's Masters, Masters, Masters. It's a religious, Christian religious superstore. You had to pay 25 bucks a day to get in. They made, and it was this massive, and everything there, they just charge. There were houses down the road, these big, beautiful, wide homes with these massive properties, and they just open up their their yards to parking, and they just all make, anyway, good luck to them. But um, Now, is any of this going to help us with round six of the Telstra Premiership? Well, uh, all right. All right, if you want to change the subject, fine, Still, I was telling a lovely I'm, story. and you, you... I'm changing, but when you, well, mate, you started to go religious on me, and I, I'm i a bit of a sooner. I'd sooner not go to church than go. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure which path well, we were me, going. Okay, well, well, here we go. I'll give you sports bet odds. Tell me if you think anything sticks out here. Rory McIlroy, $7, favourite. Jordan yep. Spieth, which is who I'm uh, investing on, has oh, he's gone yep. into $10. Jason Day, 12. Bubba Watson, 12. Dustin Johnson, 17. Adam Scott, 19. Uh, Jimmy Walker, 23. Phil Mickelson, 26. Tiger has been backed in. It's amazing what hype does. He was $46 a few days ago. He's played a practice round and put on a big smile. He's gone into $29. Uh, anyone there stick out or anyone else I've missed that you think might yeah, challenge? Two, two, Dan. Obviously, someone in really good form at the moment, Jordan Spruce. Um, he was in class the other day. He was the first one out, but um, he's he is the best up and coming young player. And Jimmy Walker yeah. has been very consistent for a, a number of months now. So uh, if you're looking for someone who hasn't won it before, um, but is capable of doing so, uh, I think they're the two for me: uh, Jordan and Jimmy. Okay, so there you go. There's Sturlow's uh, pick. I've I've had a little tiny little investment on. Um, who did I have it on? I had it a couple of days ago. Oh, Ian Poulter at $67, because I think one day he's going to do something in a major. Uh, so yeah, he, he can shoot a score. That's like, he, he can, when, when people run hot, he runs as hot as anyone. And I, I just have this, I ha- didn't even look at the stats. I have a feeling he's he's had good rounds at Augusta before, but never never put together four in a row. Anyway, let's talk about uh, the uh, uh, NRL Sturlow. Starts tomorrow night, Brisbane Roosters. Now, the odds here, Brisbane $2, Roosters $1.80, and the Roosters are giving up a point and a half. Oh, that's skinny. That is skinny. Um, but I suppose with the form the Broncos have been in, in winning four in a row, and the Roosters coming off a shock loss, that has that is tightened the market. Uh, look, I'm going to go to home side. I'm going to go to Brisbane. Okay. I, um, I, I, I like what I see from you. They're, they're a bit of a surprise packet to me. I would be much more confident if both Justin Hodges and, to a to an extent, Adam Blair were both there. But um, I think at home against the Roosters side, rocked by two of us as Sheck, um, revealing that he's off at the end of the season, um, they might just be a bit vulnerable once again. I 
just can't get the... I know it was four weeks ago and Brisbane have won everything since, but that game against South was a destruction against them and they were at home. Oh, I'm, I've got to take the Roosters, particularly with the skinny start. They're only giving up one and a half. And yeah. I just can't imagine a Trent Robinson side would put back-to-back poor performances up. So Roosters for me, Broncos for you. Yeah. Uh, Cronulla, Newcastle. Cronulla running as favourites, $1.74, Newcastle two ten. The Sharks giving up two points start. They're yet to win at home this year. And and the question, I suppose, can they back up from what they did on Sunday? Is that two or two and a half starts? Two points. Newcastle, Newcastle is getting 2.0, according to Sportsbet. Okay. Now, look, I'm going to go to the Sharks. Um, I knew that they were going to come good. I didn't realise it was going to be against the Roosters. I think they'll be a little bit like North Queensland. But once they got that first win, then that might just turn things around for them to a large degree. At home, Friday night, the Knights, I thought, looked really pedestrian with the football last week. Um, not so the Sharks. And obviously, young Jack Bird has made a difference to them. I think Ben Barber can be effective coming off the bench as an interchange player. I think the Sharks make it two in a row, and I think that they can um, they can give up two. I've got this feeling they're going to win too, but this is I, I get the feeling this is the weather in Sydney starting to turn. This is going to be one of these ugly, windy, maybe wet nights at Shark Park where it's a low-scoring, tight game, and those two points might hurt them that they're giving up, but I'll take them as well, so we're on the same page there. Now, Saturday afternoon, your mighty yep. Parramatta Reels, $1.37, that's short. Well, against Gold Coast, $3.15. It's at Pertec, which changes everything. 8.0 is the start. Eight start. Well, only about the Titans, and I know they've had much success this year, but they've been in all the contests. Yeah. Um, but Parramatta, it's not desperation stage, but two from five is a far cry from where I was expecting them to be. I think they win this one. Um, there's no doubt that the coach said that he felt as though they played last weekend, as though they weren't necessarily trying to win the game, but not lose the game. I think there'll be a different mindset. On Saturday afternoon, I think they'll score points and I think they'll score more than eight against the Titans uh, or win by more than eight. Okay, I've gone Gold Coast. Similar they, similar reasons to you in liking them in that they hang in there. I just don't trust Parramatta. I know they blew away Manly and they blew away South, really. I, I just like those eight points. I think it could be an ugly game and Gold Coast might hang in there. So we've uh, only agreed on one so far. Now... Uh, Geez, I had a problem with this one. Warriors Tigers. Warriors a dollar forty-two. Tigers two eighty-five. Minus six and a half. I think we've done pretty much every Tigers game, and they are very, very impressive. But um, I've gone the other way. I think the Warriors might run away in the last twenty. What about you? Yeah, I've gone the Warriors as well. Still been a disappointment for me, but at home against the Tigers side that you know the scoreline flattered them last week. Um, the one thing they do have in their favour, uh, Jason Taylor, their coach, said that this 17 is pretty much their best 17, and I, and I agree with that. So um, he's been fortunate that he can keep the same squad. He was successful last week, but I think it's going to be a different proposition against the home side at Mount Smart. OK, Penrith Manly. Now, Penrith $1.42 on Sportsbet. Manly $2.85. The start is minus 7.5. Uh, we saw Penrith's limitations last week uh, against North Queensland, but uh, to be fair, North Qu- Manly is not North Queensland. 
No, but boy, Manly, you know, they sit on the bottom of the ladder at the moment, which is quite remarkable, and they're there for a reason. Their first half last week was diabolical after getting the opening try. Um, I've been disappointed with Penrith. I, I'm, you know, and I didn't realise that Jamie South's absence was going to be such a marked one. Um, and I'd love to know the, the thinking behind Ivan Cleary as the case in, in playing at the Coruscant as the 5-8. Yeah. When he's got a couple of other choices in reserve grade, both Isaac John and Will Smith, who's playing at fullback, but obviously played for the Panthers last year late in the sixth jersey. Um, look, I'm going to go to Panthers. Seven and a half worries me. But um, this manly side, oh boy, they look skinny. They, they, they look they look vulnerable in uh, in the middle. And um, the halves, they need to find something. Kieran Ford did late last week, but I'm going to go Penrith at home. What happened to this new theory of taking start into account? You've gone, you think Brisbane will win. You've got Cronulla against the start, Parramatta against the start, Warriors against the start, Panthers against the start. No, I'm taking into account the start more seriously. Um, I just feel as though that those teams can win by enough. So I'm not being swayed by the start. I'm just considering it more. Uh, I've gone the other way. I've gone Manly plus 7.5 because I'm not sure Penrith have the point. I think Penrith might will win, but I don't know if they have the points in them to blow Manly off the park. And um, Manly cannot be as bad as they were against, well, maybe they can. You know, uh, they last their last this round, they were last after round one, which is the first time they'd been last since 2006, early in the season there. So it's unfamiliar territory. Uh, I'm gonna... That's no surprise, especially when you consider that they've played finals football every year for the last 10 years. So um, it, it, is, it is a surprise. Things just catching up with them. Yeah. Uh, back-ended contracts, but, you know, all those kind of things. Um it had to catch up at some stage, and I, I think this is the beginning of that. Now, did Willie Mason, who you did your show with last night on Foxtel, on Fox Sports, did yep. he just give you a little tap off here and say, mate, we're sweet this week? Uh, no. The fact that you've tipped Penrith says he didn't say that, which worries me. I, uh, well, I, you know, Willie really would like to be turning it around, but I, he, uh, look, he's a confident man, Willie. I don't know if he was exuding that much of it last night. But uh, I did say, you know, we, could, we might not be able to invite you back on the show next week if you're part of a team sitting on the bottom of the ladder. Can you do something about that? He, he said, yes, I will, but I don't know if there's a lot of conviction there. And well, I'm taking the seven and a half. Well, well done you. I mean, the man was off sick last week, and uh, you still didn't let it go. You're like a dog with a bone. You brought up the fact uh, that they got beaten by the Dragons a couple of weeks ago and that the Dragons paid him no respect. Oh, that was a nice little revelation. Well, mate, if, um, if Willie's going to... Talk the talk. He's got to walk the walk. And um, <laughs> the thing I I laughed at last night that he he went to town on Bo Scott saying how what a pest he was on the field. Here's Willie Mason <laughs> calling another player in the NRL a pest on the field. All right. So Manly for me, Penrith for you, Canberra, Melbourne. Melbourne's got a crazily good record at Canberra. Well, they've got a good record at many places, but no Billy Slater, which is even this market up. Canberra two thirty six. Melbourne a dollar sixty, and Melbourne giving three point five. No, it's not enough. If it had been double that, I'd have been taking the home side, but it's not enough. Even without Billy Slater there, yeah. their their structures and their precision will be too good against uh, for a Canberra Raiders side who who were totally on top last week, but in the last twenty five minutes 
you could see they were looking over their shoulder. They were waiting for Manly to come and get them, um, and, and Manly weren't playing great footy. If they looked over their shoulder at Melbourne, they'll see them zoom straight past, even without Billy Slater. I, I, I like Melbourne away from home, giving less than a try um, on the on the, the point spread. Me too. That's basically a pick'em game. The start is almost irrelevant there. Now that we say that, it'll end up being a one-point game, but uh, I'm agreeing with you there, Melbourne, for me. Now... This game, it's almost like the handicapper has got in the way of this one because on paper, the Dragons and the Bulldogs don't match up, but you take all those Bulldogs players out. Dragons are now favourites at $1.80, Bulldogs $2. Um, the Dragons are giving up 1.5. What about the fact, two remarkable things, they've scored 55 points in five weeks, yet they've conceded six points in 220 minutes of football. Uh, so you would imagine 38 and a half is quite... High for the over-under. Um, Bulldogs getting starts, Sterlo. Oh, gee. I want more than that, Dan. I want... I, I, the Bulldogs are still named a very formidable outfit. Yes. That You know, it's, it's... You know, their bench isn't as strong, obviously, but, uh, you know, their, their run-on side is... Oh, gee. I, I, I thought you might have been hitting me with a four-and-a-half, five-and-a-half start, and I was going to lap up the dogs, but... Look, I'm going to stay with them. I'm going to stay with them. I'm going to take the one and a half. I'm going to rely on this bulldog spirit in adversity. Um, you know, when the when the when the odds are against them, that they rise to the occasion. I'm going to I'm going to hope that that is the case and take the one and a half start against the dragon side that are stopping points but not scoring many. Uh, the doggies, but they've got a few more in them, especially with just was tried too hard last week. He'll be going this one. Yeah, uh, Graham out is a big worry, but look at their back row. Tony Williams, who's had a couple of big games this year, Greg Eastwood and Josh Jackson. You've still got Tolman. Lysha seems to be going well. Reynolds and Hodkinson paired together. Moses Embi played in the centres last year. Sam Perrott's quite accomplished at fullback, so he obviously doesn't have the dynamic quality of Brett Morris, but he's very competent. Uh a bench might be a bit thin. Lloyd Perrett, not much first-grade experience. Antonio Cafusi, uh, only one game in the NRL for many, many years. Frank Pritchard, well, he uh, is obviously quality. Chase Stanley. So I'm with you. I'm taking the Bulldogs because they just might have some points in them, and it is essentially their home game. Uh, what a game Monday night. South Sydney, North Queensland, and we see South begin life without Josh Reynolds. He's only missed one game in his four-year career. Uh, I don't know who they played, but they lost. I don't know if that is yeah. any indicator, but they're a dollar seventy-five. Just for our listeners, Dan, you're talking Adam Reynolds. Yeah? Adam Reynolds, sorry, my apology, my apology. So Adam Reynolds, dollar seventy-five South North Queensland, two dollars eight South minus two. Now, as we talk, Sturlo, John Sutton is named and expected to play. How a man can come back from a broken? What's his problem? A broken jaw, isn't it? Yes, a broken jaw yeah. from round one. So. It is a, a comeback in just over a month. It's a Monday night. The Cowboys are getting used to Monday night football. They've played their last two on a Monday. You know what, Dan? I'm not convinced that we're going to see John Sutton in this game. Mm. And and then the, the, the $64 million question is, does Greg Ingus play at 5'8"? And they move Alex Johnson to fullback and concentrate somewhere else. Um but I'm going to go with the fact that John Sutton may make that comeback and slots in comfortably alongside Luke Geary, and they, they go around as named. I'm going to go South Sydney. Um, they, 
Somehow they won the game last week. They, they had no right to beat the Bulldogs on the general run of play during the course of that contest. But they, they hung in, they hung in. And whilst we've seen better from the Cowboys in the last two weeks, I need to still see a little bit more. I'm going to take the Rabbits giving up those two. I'm, I would not, I'm not... Well, I'm calling this anyway, so that takes it out. But I would not be placing a dollar on this game because I don't have a clue. But I'm taking... Uh, you're taking South... I actually had South written here, but I'm changing it to North Queensland because uh, you've convinced me about Sutton. Um, and for some reason, the Cowboys seem to match up well against South. They beat them twice last year, including a, clinic, uh, a clinical performance at ANZ. Not, I don't know how much you can read into that, but um, uh, I'll take the Cowboys, Sterlow, only because we have to come up with a tip. Uh, have you got a lock of the week? Uh, it's a very, very good question. Lock of the week. Well, I'm going to find a lock of the week. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to... My lock is going to... I can't believe I'm saying this. My lock of the... The, the, the Warriors. Well, you broke, you broke up on me, so I want to check this. Did you say the war, Warriors to win or Warriors at the start? The Warriors... As my lock to win by more than six and a half. Wow. Okay, I'll take the Roosters uh, as the lock, just at the price, dollar uh, uh, eighty. Um, they seem to be a better team than Brisbane, and I don't think SunCorp will bother them. So there we go. We should keep a score on the lock of the week. I think we're both struggling, but uh, there you go. No, I think I've, I think I've got everyone right so far. Yeah, no, you, you, ha- you haven't got them on on record written uh, down anyway, have you? I think you'll find that's no, incorrect. I'll- yeah, I've got them all, all right so far, and I'll get this one right as all well. All right, let's see. So we agree on Cronulla. We agree on Melbourne and the Bulldogs. We disagree on you You like Brisbane. I like the Roosters. You like Parramatta against the start. I like Gold Coast with. Uh, Penrith, you've got. I've got Manly with the start. And South, you've got North Queensland for me. Well, that's it, Sturlo. Uh, hopefully... You know what we need to do? We need to pick up all these games that we agree on to improve our score. That's what we need. That, that's, that's what we'll do. We've, we've got to find some way, Dan, that we look better than we are. You're yeah, right. we go, well, I, I'm not worried about beating you. I'm worried about us being above 50%. That's what we need to worry about. Well, I'm worried about beating you. I'm worried about beating the the 50% margin, and I'm worried about any fans who have been following us for the first six weeks catching up with me somewhere um, in a social situation. So I'm going to improve to make sure that all of those things happen. I'm going to be honest, though. If Jordan Spieth wins the Masters, I couldn't care less about these wish steps. <laughs> I'll go 0-8. Oh that's fine. If, that, if Jordan Spieth wins the Masters, I'll do the next podcast live from New York. All right. Well, more importantly, I'll let you know next week how I stand at Castle Hill on Friday morning after watching the Masters. Yeah, can you write it down for me? I'll, re- I'll, I'll read it, uh, Sterla. I'll, I'll, I'll send it through to you, Dan. Thank you. Are, are you live from the Sizzler car park again? No, I'm actually sitting on the Gosford waterfront uh, near Guana Joe's. The sun is, is shining down beautifully. I've just finished reading the paper, doing a bit of study for our podcast. Uh, and I'm just about to head to Sydney for... Rush Hour alongside Tony Squire. Ah, very good. You two were made for each other, Sterler. 
He's a lovely man. Um, I, I hear the pot. I, I hear about the pot shots you take. Don't worry. I, I hear the raps you give him and just little needle into the uh, regular host. That's fine. Well, well, you know what I've, I've always done since I've entered the media is called what I see, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, that's the situation, Dad. All right, all right. I'll see you. Goodbye. Goodbye. And we do this thanks to sportsbet.com.au. Please gamble responsibly. And, ah, oh, there we go. See, he disappears on me. See, that's the relationship we have. He doesn't even wait for me to finish the podcast so we can actually have a private conversation. Sportsbet.com.au. Uh, they've still got the five-leg uh, uh, all-up uh, going. Uh, therefore, if you get five or if you have a five or more leg all-up and only get one head-to-head wrong, uh, you will get your money back. And there's a heap, uh, up to 100 bucks. And there's a heap of uh, specials uh, as well. And you've got to check out this new feature. Uh, if Now, if you've ever bet on, say, Betfair or a betting exchange, I shouldn't name other uh, companies, uh, they have, well, it's an exchange where they have the opportunity for you to, well, crush your bet, which is something that I like to take up. Uh, Sportsbet has now that feature called Cash Out. And I used this the other day for the basketball, the college basketball when Duke beat Wisconsin, and you watch it, and you have the pending bet on your screen. I was watching on my app, and um, you have a look there, and uh, the figure goes up and down, and any time you hit the cash-out button, and bang, the bet's closed, and away you go. So there you go. There's a bit of information. Just watch for that on many bets available on sportsbet.com.au, but please gamble responsibly. It's no fun betting with money you can't afford to lose. We will see you next week on the Rush Hour NRL podcast.